Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. From Passyunk Avenue, Waterloo, for our Thanksgiving special, I have Propo, I have Ben in the background. I and Mike Carlson gorging on a Philly cheesesteak right about now. We're a special guest up right and centre. Fellas, what do you think about this? I know, it's unbelievable to be here. It's very loud, everyone's getting very excited. We're currently recording this during the Packers-Lions game. Packers are 26 up at this moment in time. No one's really expecting that. Uh-uh. I've got what the Lions. What do you mean no one was expecting that? I was on the over. Probably. Well, we were on the over, but we, yeah. weren't, we were on the Lions. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you win some, you lose some, Ben Isaacs. Yeah, and I think the, the real winners are those who are gorging on the food, like Mike. Because yeah. the food looks Text great, me. and I'm looking forward to just getting this podcast done so I can start eating. It's not the way we like to start that, is it, Ben? Well, Mike <laughs> went straight for the food. Yeah, he did. Um, he obviously can't be on this podcast for legal reasons. No, contractual reasons. We should actually <laughs> say, why was Mike allowed on this pod? Because, of, yeah, contractual reasons. We're not allowed Mike on the pod, but we do have a very special guest that might drop by a little bit later on. The old school listeners. Those are the carnage variety. Mike really, really appreciate So that's exciting. That's coming up. We've got our FFS team of the week as well. Uh, we had a good week last week. Didn't I win money last week? Hang on, no. Wait a minute, what am I talking about? I mean, it was it was my team, so we probably didn't. Your team, we didn't win money. Yeah, but I put no. a team in separately and won some money. For that, I'll go to shelter. Yeah, so, so that's good. That is good news. And also, Ben's Drew Lock came in. Ours didn't, as oh, always. Uh, yeah. ben, ben and ChatGPT seem to be delivering uh, at a much faster <laughs> rate right now than me and Nat, which is uh, uh, not, the, not great. I've thing. had one wrong all season. 
Yeah, you're four and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm keeping a very specific record. Me and Nat actually have been, what we've been doing during the week is we've been talking about how our records aren't very good this season. But what we do is we put them collectively <laughs> over the whole time we've been doing this podcast, all yeah. 70 episodes or whatever. And our record's really impressive when you take into account the whole of it, the Edge Rush mm. experience. This season, mm. I would say it's been tough for me. It's been tough, but I've got a new haircut. You're I've got for, for a soft mullet. I was hoping that Mike I could you also have a your mullet. Hair out, oh. Yeah, but that's what I'm going to grow out the back. Oh, okay. It's a mullet. You oh, you could. Oh, you're going to go for the soft mullet. mullet. I'm going to go for a soft oh, mullet. Mate, you're not, are you? Yeah, I'm going to have a soft mullet. Okay. What's you, wrong with that? Well, not, that you sound, look I like a college punter. I call it, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for. I heard that Nat wanted a mullet, but his agent wouldn't let him. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to dig out photos of me with the uh, boy band curtains from the late 90s. But have you ever had a different haircut in your life? Oh, yeah. Bear in mind, my wife's the editor of a hairdressing magazine. I get, I got sent to all sorts of places, uh, but this works for me, and I stick with it right now. If they broke, don't fix it. Yeah. That's Ben's motto. Yeah, of um, course. It hides the little bits of grey as well, which is useful. So we no, should uh, we should say, just paint the picture of where we are. So our, our fantastic host, Passyunk Avenue, of course, one of our show partners, worker with them all season long, the Passyunk Avenue mailbag. They've got a number of terrific venues in London, and we are right in the heart of one of them in Waterloo. I mean, it's a... It's a hell of a sight, and it is Thanksgiving, so it's packed with football fans, screen showing football everywhere. Well, every screen showing football except one, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> There's one screen which immediately I came in, and it's right by where our reserved area is. Obviously, Nat gets a reserved area because he can't have the riffraff anywhere near him. So we've got a reserved area. There's a nice screen on the top right of us. But then there is a massive projector, and instead of having the game on, which obviously everyone in here really wants to see, instead it is a massive photo of Nat's face, essentially. Which presumably was part of the deal. It was yeah, part of the deal. The ego on the man. It is the show promo, right, which is helping all of us. Of course, I understand that. Promoting the show to all of these, all of these fans here. And it's not just my face. I can see your face. Yes. Propo. Sweets from Ben. ben but how big, how big are our faces compared with your face? I your face yeah. is bigger yeah. than all faces. Of faces. It. And also, I've had two people come up to me already and ask, where's Shane Vereen? <laughs> <laughs> and then, who are you to me? So it's like, you know, I'm like, and we're can't, struggling here. At the end of the day. And I'm like, I'm on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get down to business. So as Ollie suggested, we had a difficult week last week. Won the Acker. The but hilariously, you changed the Acker when you tried to tip your rugby, your new rugby friend. Yeah, Ian, your new, your Ian, Ian Madigan, Madigan rugby friend. Well, ben, of course, is out in, uh, in Florida with as well. Gave Ian um, a couple of hospital passes last week, frankly, uh, including the Acker that I stupidly took Denver out of and put Washington in. Amazing. Because I, I felt safer about that. But our show Acker, anyway, came in. And as yes. Propo suggested, Ben's on a hot streak. ChatGPT is in, on a hot streak is in well. decent nick as well. We've got to work out how we get ChatGPT's pick as well yeah. down here. I think we might have to post that one exclusively on YouTube. Oh, okay. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. We'll do that. Ben, you chat to ChatGPT because you guys have got quite a good thing going on. Yeah, I've, I've had a good rapport with ChatGPT. Like, like me, it holds pretty much all the knowledge of the universe. So we have a, we have a connection. Uh, Ollie was, sorry, distracting me, Ben, there. That's why I was looking way <laughs> over your shoulder. And what, has there been a score in the Detroit game? No, 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 I thought there should have been a flag. Uh, I was uh, hoping for, I was hoping for a goal-to-go goal situation for the Packers to go AJ, AJ Dillon score a touchdown. This will still come good for us. It'll still come yeah, good. Yeah, it right. still come for us. Uh, so ChatGPT will get, uh, get Ben to sort out, get yeah. our pick. Um, why don't we start, because we're going to keep this punchy on today's show. We've got a lot of ground to get to cover. Why don't we start with your Drew Lock of the week on. Let's go straight for the jugular. You've got to get back in shape. Yeah, I've got to get back in shape. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the listeners at this point 
are fading, my Drew Locks. I would, you'd be in the money at this moment in time. But as I said, did someone haircut. write that in our, in our Apple podcast comments? The sharps fade, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've I've put a deposit on a house just by betting the opposite of you every single week. It's I know, been brilliant. I know. And also, oh, I had the Panthers last week. You need to the Cowboys with Drew Lock. Mm. The Panthers were the right side. I still think the Dolphins were the right side last week. I just keep getting screwed week in, week out. But that's not the point. It's a tough week this it's week. It's a tough week this week. But what I'm going to go for, I'm going to fade what I saw in Germany. I was there watching the Indianapolis Colts gruel out a 10-6 win over the New England Patriots. The last two games for the Colts have gone under against the Panthers and the Patriots. But that's exactly that. It's the pa uh, Patriots and it's the Panthers. Two of the worst offenses in the NFL. Mac Jones got pulled with a two-minute drill to go in Germany. And I don't think the Annapolis Colts, they were the last team in the NFL to have a run of scoring 20 points every single game. They scored 20 points in every single game for nine games. No other NFL team did that. Mm. I think with Shane Steichen, the former Eagles offensive coordinator, I think even with Gardner Minshew, he can get this team rolling against a banged-up Buck secondary, which doesn't perform well at the best of times. I like Michael Pittman to have a big game. I think Gardner can have a big game. On the other side of the ball now, and this is where it gets a bit hazy, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. A little bit nerve-wracking, because every time we put Baker in our Drew Lock, we get a bit nervous. But I think Baker going up against his Colt secondary, which is weak, Mike Evans, Chris Goldwyn have a big game. And if worse comes to worst, I rely on the craziness and the hecticness of having a Minshew-Baker-Mayfield yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. this stat might help support your argument there yeah. because Baker, as we know, we love Baker on this show. One of my favorite players to watch in the NFL. How, he's one of my commandments. I will not back a Baker-Mayfield-led yes, yeah. team in any way, shape or Makes form. Makes perfect sense. I will never back against Mike Tomlin again. That is also locked in there as well. But this, this stat might help you. So the Colts, 11 interceptions this season. That's yep. top five in the NFL. Yep. Baker has thrown interceptions in six of his last eight games yep. and each of the last two. Exactly. Pick central. Short fields, touchdowns, mm, I like points, <laughs> over 44. Bucks, Colts, right. It's only the 44. Yeah. Wow. Here's my, here's my worry with this. So Gardner Minshew, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. We've all known, especially probably in our younger days, although Ollie, of course, is still young. Yeah, it doesn't look like it, but yeah. We've all known, <laughs> honest, we've, us, yeah. We've all known that, that couple where both of them are just a bit crazy, right? Yeah. And when you invite them round, things get messy and you start to think like, oh, why did we invite them? We can't rely on them. You put them on the same field. You're making a call on something that might happen. I just feel buyer beware. Stay away. That combination, Baker, Gardner Minshew, it could be it could be two two that game. I can't I, I'm staying well away two, from two. that. <laughs> because it's so crazy. <laughs> I, mean, I don't trust them. Technically, it could, it could be two two though. It yeah. could be mathematically. That that yeah. must be scorigami. Oh, well, it can't Mike, <laughs> mathematically, Mike will know. Mike will Mike the will 1973. Know. <laughs> mathematically it can happen. Nineteen fourteen. Yeah. My, my my point is you can't trust either of them. Mm. I don't think you can trust either of them, but this exact craziness and hectiness and messiness, which I think leads to points, 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 mm. points. So that's my jingle of the week. Whether you like it or not, Ben, I don't care. Well, Ben's is getting a little bit cocky, to yeah. my mind Considering now. he hasn't finished above, what, third to last in DraftKings, I'm a little bit... Uh... Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's the DraftKings king, Propo. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so that's Propo's Drew Lock of the Week. Ben, because you are on a hot streak. Bring, bring the heat, Benny. Bring okay. the heat. This, this is the toughest week. Since I've been doing this, this, this is the toughest week, right? And if, we had been, if we'd been doing this game, 
I would have picked the I would have picked Green Bay to cover. I would have said there's no oh, way you're gonna win. Is no, 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 such listen. An easy listen. thing to say. <laughs> no, listen. We're sitting in a bar. Genius. They're 23 six up when they were coming. I thought they were gonna lose narrowly. Now I think they're gonna win comfortably. I thought they were gonna lose narrowly. And that would that was something I because the way I'm not having that. Nat does that every week where he no. starts talking about bets that he won, but he didn't mention it's, it. Oh, I should no. have mentioned it on the show. It's yeah. just because yeah, yeah. of how bad the Lions looked last week. I yeah. thought that yeah. the Packers can make life difficult for them. Yeah. Instead, I'm going Jags over Texans. The Texans. I mean, we're looking at each other because this might be the first time in the history of Edge Rush. Yeah. That is my Drew Lock of the Week as well, man. Oh, no. That's and disastrous for me. I don't know how you say that. You say that, buddy. I'm liking this side of the table because if you're four and one and you're going on that. Yeah. What do we do here, Earl? Do I have, we have to you go have to... You have to go for something else. I, you can't you know have what? the same I, Drew Lock. I, 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 I will let Ben I had a toss-up between two. I'm happy to pick a different one. You've said it now. You give your reason for why you like the Jags to beat the Texans. On the road, laying a point and a half. Yeah, I like the line, even on the road. I think the Jags... Are legit. I think the Jags are a team. Are Houston not? Yes, but I think they are have been punching above their weight for much of the season. I think there are some. I'm not saying they're outliers their record so far, but I think there are going to be some correctional games going on. And I feel I feel this is one of them. I just have a strong feeling this might be. And we love CJ Stroud. We've been bigging him up ahead of pretty much any other show on the planet. Yeah. Early doors. We take a lot of credit for that as well. Yeah, of course we do. I think there are going to be some correctional games. It's a rookie season. He is going to have some games where he regresses to, to at least type a rookie quarterback making mistakes. Yep. I feel this is a game that Lawrence can air it out a lot. I think he can. they can work the secondary. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I like the look of I it. I like the over. And you like the over. I like the over in that. But I like the one and a half. I, I was surprised at that. I was surprised at that. I thought... The Texans will be getting, even at home, maybe three, three yeah, and a half. Yeah, I understand it. Obviously, Texas off the back of beating the Bengals, beating the Cardinals. It's And they were ready to be comfortable against the Bengals with uh, that mad interception from CJ Stroud not considered. I just think that this game is setting up for what should be an incredible future battle between these two quarterbacks, between these two teams for the next 10 years. CJ Stroud against Trevor Lawrence, that's going to be two games we look forward to and potentially three games we look forward to season after season after season. Yeah. In that situation, I just think we're expecting a shootout. I want Lawrence, I want Stroud going head-to-head. -head. I like the over in that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't mentioned ETN, of course, what season he's having, just breaking off some big, big runs. Lawrence is warming up again. You know, he was looking sharp against Tennessee. I just think there are going to be some big, high-flying maneuvers from the Jags. I think the Texans will keep up. And I'm not saying yeah. Stroud... Ridley's rolling as well. Yeah. I'm not saying Stroud has a met. I just think correctionally, he's going to have some games this season. Unless, if he doesn't, he carries on at this pace consistently for the rest of the season. He's the MVP, pretty much. He's certainly yeah. in the top three. I think it'll correct. What are you saying, buddy? Yeah, it's... Not only have the Jags been really good against the spread, I feel this is the point now. Once, once Thanksgiving is out the way, that's when the playoff teams who have legit Super Bowl aspirations, and I think the Jags do, this is when they have to start coming good. And it's where we often see the teams that have perhaps overachieved a little bit, and I'm putting the Texans as an overachiever, yeah. because the roster is still really thin. The arrow is pointing up. They've done brilliantly, and they will continue to get better. And this is a team that is being built the right way. The Jags have more talent. If the Jags can't cover this spread, 
then the Jags probably don't deserve to go deep into the playoffs. Yeah, and we've I think seen they... the Jags blow up this season. We've seen we have. them capitulate against the Niners. But they're not Niners, perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. against the 49ers. They yeah, can throw yeah. that out Bobby the window. Bobby Slowick, defensive coordinator. Whose offense does he run? Bobby Carl Shanahan. I, I hear you. And there is a danger that, 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 that this Jags side, I mean, there are a number of teams. We're watching it right now with the Lions. Yeah. Quite a lot of parallels with those two teams in their respective conferences. If the upside, the ceiling, ooh, deep run playoffs, dangerous side, and then we see him blow up. Uh, I was going to say uncharacteristically, but this kind of figures that Goff, you know, Goff, we know he can do this, right? Lawrence, I feel, is a steadier hand. That was a mad game. We all have him. This is how I compare myself to Trevor yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> but top players have him. I think they write that off. We talked to Shane Vereen a lot about on the show. Sometimes the great Belichick Patriots side got blown out from time to time. You brush it off, you move on. And I think the Jags are legit. And I think this is a divisional statement game. And Ben nailed it. I love the Texans. Everybody does. What a story. Yeah. But they are overachieving. And there are going to be some games that they get dragged down a little bit. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. And I think, Ollie, you're spot on. These, these two should be stars for a long time. And... That's going to be one of those marquee matchups that we look forward you, to. You had a franchise now, and you could take one of these two as a quarterback. Who would you take? Trevor Lawrence. You take Lawrence. I yeah. take Stroud. Would you? Why Stroud? I just think he's he's got that. He's just the guy. You love him. Yeah, he's just got that. He's got that. He do you know who he reminds me of, and this is why I take him. He reminds me of Burrow. He don't. He, just he think, absolutely yeah, reminds in, me of Burrow. In that situation, when you need someone to deliver the play. And as we've said always, whenever Joe Burrow is an underdog or he's only a favourite with under a field goal, I'll always take Joe Burrow just because mm. I believe if it's a field goal game, I like Joe Burrow to deliver in those situations. And I think CJ Stroud is exactly the same. You mentioned Burrow. Where are you, where's your head at, Ol? How are you feeling about things? Do you know what's interesting is I was so upset because I basically, obviously, you know, I wake up at 3.45 in the morning to do my day-to-day -day job at TalkSport. And I woke up and I'd gone to bed early to wake up to watch the game because obviously it's a huge game in the Bengals season so I woke up at 2 thought I'd catch the first from second quarter onwards woke up saw Browning went back to bed didn't so want to see Twitter didn't I didn't want to Did know you? the reason I you didn't know what anything no you? no I just went straight back to bed woke up in the morning then saw I had text from Will Gavin who's sitting over there as well from TalkSport 2's coverage spoke to him he sent me all the messages with all the information about it I saw that clip of him saying oh it's popped and I just went that's it but the shining light. The NFL, we all know, is scripted. <laughs> what, like WWE? Yeah, it's exactly like <laughs> okay. WWE. Okay. Is there anywhere better for Joe Burrow to win his first ever Super Bowl than New Orleans? That, that would be perfect. Next season and long. The thing is, what has happened to Joe Burrow is awful if you're a neutral. If you're a fan of another team in the NFC North, AFC North, sorry, you're probably quite pleased secretly. Yeah. For everyone else, it's really disappointing. But this Bengals season wasn't going that no. well. If they were like a two-loss team and looking like, oh, this team is clicking, I'm so excited to watch this team in the playoffs, and then that happened, it'd be an even bigger tragedy. See, I disagree with you, Ben. The only caveat I, I, is the Higgins contract. Because the Higgins is not going to resign. I mean, just to say, I mean, there's no upside to this, yeah, but no, it's no. just, it could have been even worse. Up. My question to Ben immediately off the back is, I don't think we're going to, because we're going to pay Chase, obviously. We paid Burrow, he's the most highly paid quarterback in NFL history. Is there a wide receiver that we can potentially get at the 13th, the 14th pick, who can Ooh. replace T. Higgins? I, Ooh, do you know nice. what? I'd be... If you want to go all in, right, if you're the Bengals and you're thinking, look, we've got to make them, we've got to maximise this window, 
I would trade up and do whatever I could to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. You, you know Greg, what Greg Rosenthal said on the show earlier this week? That theoretically, Harrison Jr. could go one overall. So there's a world where that, where that mean, could, could happen if you base it, it on It won't happen. No, I, I think he was talking about but his he's good, he's, Yeah, he's a good enough player. To he's yeah. he's good player. enough player. It won't happen just because quarterbacks are overvalued. And it's a Caleb Williams sure. year. Yeah, yeah. Marvin Harrison is the player who excites me the most in that But draft. then who's next? Is he, because I don't think we're going to get Marvin there's Harrison. There's a drop-off. Is there a big drop-off? Yeah. Well, obviously, Marvin Harrison's potentially generational. But like in terms of, is there someone, like T. Higgins was incredible at college but not sensational. I just want someone to Benny, replace about, him. Yeah, I want a number two. Our yeah. Florida State guy we see. Yeah, I, I, don't think there's, I don't think there's anyone who's going to be available in that range who is going to be such a difference maker that will no. make you think it's a T. Higgins replacement, no. to be honest. No. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the issue. That's, that, is, that would be a big loss. That's my biggest fear about next season. But at the end of the day, it's never always going to go swimmingly supporting an NFL team. We've seen so many quarterback injuries. I mean, like, for me to moan, Try and be a Jets fan. You know, I was speaking to a Jets fan earlier. who's obviously the big fan of Ben's book. Got some uh, to sign it. Uh, let's let's just let's just give him a shout out. His name is Nick. Shout out Nick. And he has got a project where um, he's got my book, and he is trying to get everybody who is in the book to sign their chapter. And he's about halfway through. And today he was able because I'd already signed the book. He was able to get you guys and Mike Carlson. He's very happy about this, and I really hope he's able to finish that project because it's it's quite ambitious. Because not everyone in the book lives in lives in the UK, no. so shout out to Nick. It's not that hard to get my signature. Let's be honest. To be what to get yours? <laughs> yeah, I'll just write, did a big X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just put my Drew Lock in the wing. I just put my pick yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Nick. I want to give a shout out to our partners, Fitstairs, as well, because if you're going to have some action. This weekend, uh, and by the sound of it, should be following Ben's lead in ChatGPT's pick. But whatever actually you're going to have, do everything in moderation. Fitstairs, we love them. We love them for all kinds of reasons. They're just a sophisticated bunch. And we're a sophisticated show. Yeah, <laughs> so we, clearly. Absolutely. Coca-Cola PB, into PBR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've got guys on live chat that if there's a prop that isn't listed, you can chat to them and they'll give you a price for it. I mean, that's just, that is like five-star service. Yeah. That's what it is. Sensational stuff. Bitstairs, we've got the link to their site in our show notes. Uh, you know the drill by now. If you are going to gamble, gamble responsibly. BeGambleAware.org. Right. So, Benny, we're in lockstep on the Jags. That doesn't bode well. No. <laughs> but you said you had another pick that you were flipping between the two. So, which way you get? This will be, I should point out, your official Drew Lock pick. Well, right? I, I've been going back and forth on the Panthers-Titans game. You're not, you're going to take the Titans, surely. I'm absolutely going to take the Titans. I knew it. Why do you know it? Because you just basically go against every week the worst, the, the worst teams in the NFL. And, like, he's four and, one. Ever go, and it's worked. <laughs> yeah. It's worked for you, so it's completely fair enough. I last week tried to overthink it and took the Panthers against the Cowboys. And for the first half, I was like, God, I'm, I've got the sharp edge here. And then they just completely and utterly fell apart for the last quarter or so. And obviously, the Cowboys covered by an absolute with ease, essentially. This game I was looking at also for my Drew Lock of the Week. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean... Panthers are 2-7-1 and one against the spread, but as well. They, are, they honestly suck. I, I would be surprised if Frank Reich... <laughs> I'd always be surprised if Frank Reich keeps his job at the end of the season. I mean, very possibly. The thing is, it's a really thin, young roster that yeah. is in the first step of a rebuild. And generally, if a team is in the first step of a rebuild and is losing lots of games, bet against them against the spread. This, the line is, what, three and a half? 
Yeah, yeah it's I don't see how the That's Titans. Yeah. I don't see how the Titans don't win by by more by a touchdown or more. Who do you think has a better chance for a sustainable career in the NFL? Will Levis or Bryce Young? Oh, Bryce Young, 100%. Um, Bryce Young, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Will Levis' first game, though. I think Will Levis, this is just it. quickly, this is, is going to be the opposite to Taysom Hill. You know you bring Taysom Hill in for the odd run play? Yeah. I think you might just bring Will Levis in for the odd deep ball. Love that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah, to bring yeah. that threat in, because that's clearly the like, only thing he can like do. Like pinch hitting. Oh, that, yeah. that, the hell there. <laughs> come on, Will. <laughs> yeah, come on, Will. Here we go. And this is the thing, the small sample size. And that's why I'm going to pick Trevor Lawrence to have... Yes. To have such yeah, a good career. Course. Because I've seen him in the NFL working with bad teams. I've seen him in college being potentially the most outstanding college quarterback of all time. I would definitely bet against Will Levis in that situation. Will Levis, I think, could be a good NFL starter. Puts mayo in his coffee, though. Which what? is troubling. Now, you said, it's on record, one of the rare episodes of the Nat Coombs show that Nat didn't turn up for. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked we talked to a mock draft and you said best that, show in history best episode yeah, in history yeah. <laughs> you said Will Levis could never be a good quarterback because of the yeah. fact he puts mayonnaise in his coffee I did say that yeah and now you're now you're saying he's potentially one of the top five in the NFL Par <laughs> paraphrasing I definitely am not saying one of the top five in the NFL I'm getting Kenny Pickett vibes about Will Levis it was instant yeah. hero yeah. here's our saviour we've fought it's like Cool, you Wait, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Bryce Young, so by the are way. you back to anti Kenny Pickett? If you realise that you I, should have stayed on this train the I whole never time, I never flip flopped. You flipped mm -hmm. so much. You kept saying that I was making up this anti Kenny Pickett thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you wish and you yeah. were. No, I wasn't. You were, you were right to be anti Kenny Pickett. I was anti-ish Pickett, but you were sensationalising yeah, it to, to get I me into trouble. To get me into trouble, of course, not actually. Uh, I was wasn't pro Pickett. I was always pro Tomlin, and that's the big difference. Benny's looking at me like, uh, what, you're saying I'm being disingenuous? No, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I just want to say on the subject of Tomlin. Yeah. Did you see that NFL players survey this week? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Athletic yeah. did. They asked them loads of questions, and one of the questions was, apart from your own current head coach, which head coach would you most want to play for? And Tomlin, Tomlin won by a landslide. Yeah. yeah. Not even close. Yeah. yeah, we spoke with Christian Scott and Williamson about it many times, haven't we? The way he talks about Tomlin is just like, yeah. so impressed, so impressive. Yeah. On top of that, do you see, obviously, the quarterback coach has taken over yeah. from Canada as the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And apparently he just straight up said in his first press conference, they were like, so how are you going to improve this offense? Where he was like, well, Jalen Warren and George Pickens are pretty good, so I'm pretty sure going to try and get them the ball a bit wow. more. <laughs> and yeah. so every Steelers fan was like, yeah, finally. Oh, yeah. It's one finally, of those instances yeah. where, you know, like fans always think they can do better than a coach. Yeah. I think genuinely in this instance, they might be so, able to do better than Canada did. Here's, here's <laughs> my thing with coaching like that, and we've seen it in various coaches. Every coach, especially offensive coordinators and head coaches, they always feel I'm the smartest guy in the room. And when you have a head coach and an offensive coordinator in the same room, they both think they're the smartest guy. Yeah. Overthink it, overthink it, overthink it. Oh, they're expecting me to give it to the good players. I'll give it to the trash players because I can coach them up. Yeah. I will have a game plan that can make it work. Well, newsflash, Matt Canada couldn't do that. And the Steelers should give it to their good players. The other thing I loved that came out of that player survey was they were asked about, would you want to play overseas? Yeah. And it was about 30, 40% said they would want to play. I want permanently, like for an overseas yeah. team. And one of them had said, oh, I want to play in Saudi Arabia. Do you see how much they're, they're paying like Messi? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think it's going to work like that. And one of them said, yeah, I think it'd be really good. As long as it's England, I'm not playing in effing Germany. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm trying to work out, was that Vontaze perfect? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon it was perfect. So shout out to the UK fans for making sure that players want to play in the UK. Love that. But anyway. And shout out to Sadi Raber in case they want to sign the Nakum show. Oh. Yeah. We're not giving... <laughs> we're not going anywhere. We're happy at Passyunk Avenue. Yeah. Um, all right. By the way, I and Mike, I should point out, uh, seeing as I, I name-checked Americanage, the clue to who our special guest might be, uh, is wearing an old Americanage T-shirt. Uh, and I wonder how many of these we actually flogged. I was quite, I'm quite proud of this because I designed this T-shirt. You designed, I designed I the T-shirt. Great, I didn't know you designed it. Well, I, I, I came up with the idea. Oh, okay. I, I drew it and then I gave it to a proper designer to design yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. But so this is the Iron Mike you remember. And there's uh, any chance I get to talk about this. Uh, Iron Mike at the 2012 Olympics, one of the greatest clips in the history of sports commentary. Yes. When Mike gets hit with is with John Amici and he gets hit doing the doing the play-by-play on the basketball gets hit as he's live on air with the basketball some idiot some idiot is throwing basketballs around the commentary booth that the t-shirt cast is wearing says some idiot on the front and then on the back back is throwing basketballs around the commentary booth and cast is wearing it I love it Uh, it's it is one of my favorite Olympics moments and I remember um, I had my in-laws round and they were showing kind of like funny things from during the day and they they showed that and I'm like I know that guy that's Mike Carlson I know him and my in-laws looking at me like yeah whatever do you know there are certain things there are certain clips in life I think Monty Python had a whole sketch about this right the, the, the funniest joke in the world there are certain things that you can show anyone yeah, and they laugh I honestly I genuinely think forget our connection with Iron Mike I think it's one of the funniest things in the history of the world it's like when really Harry Redknapp gets hit with the ball at training that is always going to be one of the funniest clips of all time I don't think you've never seen that well I think I have I can't recall it Harry like, Redknapp it's literally training he's doing an interview on the side of the pitch at training and yeah. then he turns around and just hells loads of expletives about how <laughs> bad someone must be at football to hit someone doing an interview on the side of the pitch he goes all Coughlin yes yeah. I have seen it yeah yeah that's great okay so we're going to pick our FFS show team in a little bit I'm going to I'm going to get a special guest to do that I had an idea I'm going to ask one of our crew who is a key part of the NT Show crew to, to help us with that and we need all the help we can get quite frankly as the Packers uh, just miss a 63 yard field goal attempt in Detroit might be taking it to the house I mean these are Packers fans are here they were worried they were worried they were nervous um, but prop up we've got to do your prop bets of the week yes. and we've got to do our Peter and Parley and our Money Line Treble and the Acker at the moment is, is taking care of business so we've got to keep that streak going so why don't yeah. we start with your prop bets start with the prop bets obviously a little bit earlier in the week so we don't have the specific lines first one I'm going to go we've already mentioned the Bengals I'm going to stick with Jake Browning and I'm going to stick with Jamar Chase going up against this weak Steelers secondary I like Chase over his receptions this week I think that you're going to go in this circumstance star players still succeed even with poor quarterback Chase is going to be able to get open against these Steelers. So I like to chase over his receptions. In the exact same breath, I'm going to go with A.J. Brown against his Buffalo Bills banged up secondary. Everyone's talking about Legereus Sneed after his performance against A.J. Brown, against the Eagles in that Monday night football game, which was the Eagles came out on top. But A.J. Brown, as Mike, Iron Mike calls him all the time, where he's one of the big boys of the league. He's in, that content- he's in contention for MVP. Who knows who's going to get it this season with the way this season's going. But he is an unbelievable player going up against the Bills, a banged-up secondary. I like his over-receptions. And the other one, I know we won the act with the Broncos last week, 
A little bit of fugazi in terms of their defence. I think their secondary is unbelievable. Obviously, Pat Satane, one of the best cornerbacks in the league by Country Mile. But I think their run defence. I've had Madison, Alexander Madison, in pretty much every fancy league, and it's been one of the worst decisions I've ever made in NFL fancy history. Because he's not a very good running back. Yet the Broncos made him look really, really good last week. So with that all considered, That's I'm going to take Kareem Hunt, who's been a star since he arrived in Cleveland, yeah, yeah, over yeah. his rushing yards against the Denver Broncos. And just a little sprinkle on top of that, mm. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns to beat the Broncos this weekend as Ooh, well. Okay. I like the Broncos to keep rolling. I like Garrett to keep his MVP charge going. Yeah. I like the Bron uh, Browns to beat the Broncos, and I like Kareem Hunt to go over his rushing yards in that game. Uh, firstly, extra props, no pun intended, for dropping Don uh, Donny Brasco Fugazi there. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Donny Brasco? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he has seen Donny Brasco. That's the Gen Z film. That's the oldest Gen film Z he's ever seen. Is it? The, it might be. It might actually be. My God. Uh, a Gen Z win for Propo there. Um, did you see Miles Garrett picking up the helmet? No. Miles Garrett picked up the helmet against the Steelers and they were like, oh, grabbed did he? Oh, did he? <laughs> One of my favourite moments of the season. Somebody's helmet came off Garrett and went like this and they were... Um, I th actually thought it was some kind of AI fakery for, for a minute. All right, love that. What are we doing for our Peter and Parley? So the Peter and Parley, Ben, have you, got any have you got any sights here? Is there any other picks that you like? I felt like the Jags we should probably put in there, even though I like the Texans, purely based off the fact that you both have gone with the Jags. What about Colts Bucks? Let's I don't think we should put the Jags in because that could be a disastrous edge rush. Let's go Browns, let's go Browns plus three against okay. the Broncos. Okay. So I've already mentioned that. Yeah. Colts Bucks, you yeah. said you like the Colts, Nat. Yeah. So you think you like the Colts? Yeah, you like I the like Colts the Colts to be the Bucks well. minus two and a half. Yep. And the final game of the week, I like the Eagles to cover against the Bills at minus three. I, Eagles I do, at home. I do. Eagles at home, mate. The Eagles are getting way too much respect. Yeah, I agree. I thought this line was initially a trap, and then I saw where the money and the cash was going. The tickets are all going on Buffalo, so they're a public dog. The, the people are buying back into Buffalo after beating the Jets. I don't buy that. The Eagles weren't that impressive against the Chiefs despite getting the win. They probably should have mm. lost that game if Aldous Scantling and any of the Chiefs receivers oh, could have Oh, my catch. God, yeah, yeah. I mean, outgain significantly. Completely. So I think we go Eagles. I think we go Colts. Yeah. And I think we go Browns. Okay. The right, Eagles that's pick does scare me. Huh? The Eagles pick does scare me that's a little fine. bit. That's fine. We'll go with that. Let's, what have you got to replace it? No, I haven't got anything I like more than that. He's not okay. going to trap it. The okay. By the way, I've got a pick from Ollie Hunter as well. Obviously, oh, yeah. I'll talk sport fave. Both him and Will said to me that I asked them what they thought the Ravens' charges line should be for Sunday Night Football. Yeah. And they said minus eight, minus nine. I know, and I can't half believe it. Yes. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's three and a half. So they Why? Think that's a they're weird all the Ravens. line. I think char my theory is with that is Chargers, they'll lose the games you think they're going to lose, but Herbert's good enough to keep them in the games yeah, yeah, like that in those that. situations. So I don't, I'm not as confident as them, but just for an extra pick, that's that. It's interesting that they picked that, because I looked at that line and thought there's something where I thought it was going to be, what, at least six and a half. I was shocked at that, and that worries me. That Vegas, yeah. we know Vegas ain't stupid. All right, so what is our money line acker then? So money line acker's up to you, Nathaniel. Oh, yikes. No pressure then. Well, mind you, we landed it last week, right? We Is that because I, I keep the mantle? We've been doing pretty well throughout the season. I mean, Green on the Bay. <laughs> okay. You take the, line, uh, take the Packers. Take the Packers. <laughs> okay, I like. Who do I like? I like. The thing is that the Dolphins are going to be like seven to it's one. It's also on, a right? Friday so, game. We're releasing this Friday morning. Oh, we can't take no, the Dolphins. We can't take the Black Friday Oh, yeah. Game. How do we feel about the Black Friday game? Yeah, I like it just because it means when I'm really hungover tomorrow, I'll have something to look forward to in the evening, basically. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, all right. So, well, we like the Colts. I don't think we put them in the Peterman parlay and, and the Okay. Anchor. So why don't we go Ravens? We think the Ravens are going to be the charge. We think so. Yeah, okay. I think... Okay. Here's what we're going to do. 
we're all going to pick a team for the for the money line trouble this week, right? I'm going to go with the Josh Dobbs show. Really? Interesting. Yes, Benny. I am back on on Josh Dobbs. Vikings over Bears. Is that Monday Night Football? Yeah, it is Monday Night Football. What shocking Monday Night what Football! What a great pick that was. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Way I, too much NFC North. Yeah, I I know there was bounce back from the Bears last week, but that's this team worries me when they're in this spot. Having done did what they did last week, I like the Vikes. They don't know how to finish a game. Even if the Bears play well, they can't finish. I think the Vikings. I mean, I tried to stay away from Bears games anyway, but. I would, I'd be reasonably confident the Vikings yeah, will cover. It's, it's, what I was saying about the Texans, obviously different, but the similarity being, there will just be a reversion to type. The Bears are not a good team. There's a lot of recency bias, I think, here. Vikings, for me, straight up, like it. What about you, Benny? Yeah, I, I think the Vikings are okay. They're not great. They're okay. Josh Dobbs is serviceable. No, no who's your team for the money on trouble? We're oh, all wait. picking one team each. Oh, I see. Yeah, and yeah. I can't pick the Vikings on this one. I shouldn't. That's anyway. what I just picked. That's literally who I just picked. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were just asking for my approval on it. Um, oh my God, we're I'm agreeing far too much. Now. I'm going to add the no. Chiefs oh, no. against no. the Raiders. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Don't pick. There's nine spread. I'm not sure they're going to cover the line. But everyone's anti the Chiefs right now after that performance of Monday Night Football. Everyone's saying that Patrick Mahomes is known to throw to. If there's any quarterback in this league that doesn't get phased by drops from his receivers, I think it's Mahomes. At, I'll take the Chiefs. It's a very much a get-right game. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a nice, comfortable yeah, exactly. way for How do we the Chiefs about the to Saints? get their confidence back. How yeah. do we feel about the Saints? The Saints-Falcons. Saints-Falcons, I don't want to bet on either of those teams ever again because of just how unpredictable they are. Mm. The Saints, with their offense, should be a significantly better team than they are. Yeah. But as I've said all season long, Dennis Allen is not an NFL head coach, so mm. you can't trust him. Mm. Uh, this is where I would like to say you're being so unfair, and I have nothing. Yeah. I have nothing. <laughs> it's not been a good, it's not been so a good performance. Are we going to go Chiefs, Ravens, Vikings? Is that our answer? I think that's good. I love think it. that's good. Yeah, let's go love, with that. Love it. That is our money line treble of the week. Lock it in. Just take those three teams straight up. Right, we're going to take a breather. That means Propo's going to go to the bar. Uh, when we come back, we're going to spin off a little bit. I'm going to chat to a very old friend. Plus, we're going to pick our FFS Team of the Week with a very special guest that's coming next here on the NC Show. So this is one for the old school out there. I said there were some very old friends in the building. None perhaps older as far as our output is concerned in this country anyway. Then the legendary Phil Spooner, a.k.a. Phil the producer, although these days, Phil the high-flying exec now, right? Because that's, that's the progression. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think it, it might be close to a decade, maybe six, seven years since I've been on any of your shows. Oh, but crazy. It's, it's good to be back, and it's great to be here as well. And it's great to see, you know, the NFL is as big, bigger than ever, really, in the UK, isn't it? We've got to paint the picture, because there will be a lot of old-school gang who will of course know you from our radio five days channel four days americanish days most importantly of all there'll be some like have i heard your name because you are in the nc show folklore we refer to you and i know ollie has um in the same way that though modern day boxers have kind of shrines to tyson and marciano and joe lewis that's the same with ollie and, and, and you feel the producer but for gang in the show in the uh, listening who maybe aren't familiar phil well, as I've just evidenced, produced back then. I was trying to remember the first time, the first show we ever did together. Was it a baseball show on Five Live? Yeah, yeah it was um, an MLB on Five Live. I think it was in 2009. Yeah. So it was the, the first time baseball had been on the radio in the UK. 
uh, I think we did a, a World Series the following year, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we did a World Series, yeah. we did yeah. NFL on Five Live. Yeah. Then we did NFL on Channel 4. Yeah. I think a couple of seasons of that. Uh, and then I came on your podcast a few times. Yeah, 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 definitely did. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I've, uh, I've not been producing shows for a while now. But uh, those NFL Channel 4 days were awesome. Ah, oh, the, glory, the glory days. We've yeah. done some plenty of Super Bowls. Well, always one of my favourite memories uh, of Super Bowls gone by, catching up for a brekkie with you on the Monday after the game. That's, yeah. that's one of my favourite parts of the Super Bowl week, the Monday yeah. after when you got it all done. Yes, I remember. Did we go to um, Prince's house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, we went to Prince's house with Greg Brady. Yeah, with Greg Brady. Simon Cross, I think. Yeah. And, and uh, the AP I was working with at, at The Zone called James, who was a, a massive Eagles fan. And uh, he just watched uh, his Eagles win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was James. on a, like, a massive adrenaline come down. <laughs> and he got really sick <laughs> yeah, in Prince's right. house. Oh, poor guy. Remember, he got really sick. <laughs> he was in pieces. It was, I mean, that was a great Super Bowl. That, oh, that great came Super down Bowl. to a, a Brady Hail Mary that I think Gronk, no, it wasn't. Someone nearly got it. Anyway, it was a great Super Bowl and yeah, Paul James was in pieces. That was an incredible one. I remember watching the the incredible Patriots Falcons comeback with you. And we were, and this is the God's honest truth gang. The whole time we, you and I were watching, we were saying to each other, this isn't over. They, they, they're they're going to come back. I genuinely, I'm not just saying this, I genuinely thought the Patriots were going to win. Mm. And I remember there was a family sitting in front of us, the Patriots fans, and they left. Yeah. They left. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the right. They walked time. out. I, I'm, I'm be... sure they tell all their, you know, their friends and family now they were there and they watched it. They didn't see it. They You're going to be scarred for life. I, I never stopped believing. I remember looking at the, the odds and it was like, you know, those win these things and never I never trust them. Yeah. Ninety nine and yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not right because I think we were working out quickly what needs to happen in order for them to be in the game and it yeah. wasn't that outlandish. Yeah, 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 right. Just get everything right, get a turnover, get a couple of two point conversions, you're in business. And of course, uh, absolute prime patriots it happened. Well, I wondered if those win probability things factor in they must factor in that it's Brady, right? Or don't they? Or do they just look at this? this is, I don't know how they... I, I doubt it. They, they should do. Since then, I think. They probably were just taking inputs and churning out, you know, probabilities then. But hopefully yeah. they're a bit more three-dimensional. They start thinking yeah, about yeah. things like, you know, quarterbacks, history under pressure or yeah. coaches or whatever. Oh, Iron Mike's just added you a drink there. Iron Mike not allowed on this, this episode for contractual reasons because this is our... Um, well, it's a kind of hybrid show... Uh, of our gambling picks and then we pick our daily fantasy team and our mic's on an, on a, on a rival gambling podcast oh. so he's not allowed to come on here he's banished he's what? just lurking around he did say he was going to come on in disguise like a kind of uh, early to mid 80s uh, WWE wrestler They're like the masked invader Mike what were you going to come on as the masked the mask commentator. There we go. That's gonna. That wasn't Mike, by the way. I should full disclaimer. That wasn't. Mike. This, this is an Iron Mike Carlson. <laughs> Just to be. remove this man, please. Yeah, please. I've never met this guy in my life. Um, we've seen a lot of each other recently, of course, because we're playing in the same five-a-side team, the Galacticos. Oh, it's awesome. I'm so glad I'm playing that because I had about four or five years away from football, and I came back. And uh, it was tough. First few weeks very tough, but I'm, I'm into it now. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got a decent team, and you were a key part of it as well. Like ca causing damage up top, big physical, but with a, with a clinical finish as well. Yeah, well, I've had to adjust my game. Just five years out, I used mm. to be a, like a quick player. Now yeah. I've come back and I've had to just bulk up and like 
to stand there and hold the ball up. Well, free play cagey five aside is quite quite different, you know, quite different as well. Quite difficult to adjust, even you know from a keeper's perspective as well. It's a very different, very different game. He's get shots out of, <laughs> out of nowhere. Well, listeners may not know, but Nat is an extremely competent goalkeeper. A very oh, good one. mate. No, mate, you're really good. Mate, really you're good. a legend to say that. Yeah. I'm, we, I'm, Propo will hear this in the in the edit because he's over there not listening. He won't put it. I've played with him a few times as well. Don't um, cut it out. Leave it in. Yeah, that'll, be, he'll cut, that'll definitely get cut. Uh, all right, one more for the road. We've got to pick our FFS team in a minute that is our daily fantasy team every week we pick a team on the DraftKings uh, platform in our listener league and any money that we win goes to shelter right that is our show charity of choice so Seb who is a legend and runs all our social media he's here tonight uh, at the Passion Cavani Thanksgiving Bash we're going to let him pick the team because frankly he knows a lot more about uh, football than any of us put together but uh, you're allowed one pick so you're allowed to pick one player doesn't matter about the cash value what that on afterwards one player from Sunday Slate to put in our daily fantasy team, who do you want to pick? Oh, from the Sunday slate. I was going to go with a Black Friday player, but I can't do that, can I? I can't. I don't think for that for, for this one. No, unfortunately. Oh, I don't have to stay in front of me. You could go. All right, we got. So we got the. No worries. We got. Uh, we'll open up. We'll open up the app. Ollie will edit it. Sir. Those are all the games. So you could have. You know what? I know so, what I'm going to do. Give look, me Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Lamar. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Love that. He served me well this year in my fantasy t- uh, team. He's just, he's just reliable, isn't he? He's always going to be involved, whether his legs or arm, whatever, he's going to be there. MVP, Lamar? Maybe, maybe. I guess the vote's done before January. That's when he usually goes to pieces. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Mate, it's great to see you. Obviously, I'm just going to see you on Tuesday for football. But I mean, yeah. as far as in this context, watching football, having a few beers. When we get this job done, Mike's just handing you a beer. I'm going to join you for one as well. We're going to watch some football. I'll be here, yeah. Take care, man. Nice one. Special guest coming thick and fast here at our live Passyunk Avenue watch along. I say watch along, I haven't done a huge amount of watching, Betty, to be honest. Um, although I did see a little bit of the half-time act <laughs> in the Green Bay-Detroit game. Uh, yeah, I look banging. Look banging. <laughs> That's not the word I'd use. But we've just caught up with the legendary Phil, the producer. Of course, one of the Hall of Fame members of our crew over the years. And now we're going to introduce... Well, he's in his rookie season, but kind of like CJ Stroud, I think he's got all the markings of going all the way Hall of Fame. The man who is running our social media, and not just running it, Ben Isaacs, taking it to whole new levels. He's brilliant on the socials. He's a very talented broadcaster to boot. Seb! Hello, thanks for having me. Making your debut on the show. How are you, man? Indeed, yeah, very good. Thanks for having me on. How's it going? Firstly, thank you so much for everything you're doing for the show. So if our gang out there many of them have get in touch with us on twitter on insta most of the time you're the man who's getting back to them yes yeah that's me my run, run the show on the cross socials youtube as well we're trying to kick that off so yeah the youtube's yeah. going all right huh yeah, we're still, doing still all right picking up a bit of pace i don't understand that we've got to work on this we've got a lot of subscribers on pod a decent ish social following YouTube, we've got to catch up. So if you're listening, gang, out there now and you haven't yet, go and subscribe to YouTube, not least because you get to see the great Ben Isaacs' haircut, which he hasn't changed, as he said earlier on the show, for, what, 37 years? Yeah, I've, I've been really enjoying watching all the YouTube stuff. I mean, I, I've said that is, that is my kitchen viewing. And the, the problem is, is that I'll put it on and my daughter's like, why are you watching yourself on YouTube? Of course. Like, no, 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 I'm just watching this channel. It happens to be that I'm on at this point. But it's... It's great, and I think we've got Seb to thank for most of that, right? Do you know what my kids were doing the other day? They were 
messing around on ChatGPT, asking ChatGPT questions. And ChatGPT told a story about how I was almost late for a Super Bowl, which I think must be the New York Super Bowl story when I got really, really ill. Stayed back at the hotel. Then the shuttles to the Super Bowl venue to MetLife got cancelled. So I had to make my own way there on public transport. I've told this story many times over the years. I did made it in time for the, They said that exact, near enough exact story, except it was I was in Amsterdam. Wow. <laughs> that could have happened, I though. mean, the, the, the mood I was in, maybe I was. You, you know, the, remember it. The strength of, strength of drugs, pharmaceutical drugs I was on, over-the-counter drugs as Detroit go in. The comeback is on. And the over's definitely on as well. Right, so, Seb. Yes. Big up to you for everything you do for the show. And it's great to hang with you, have a beer with you in person. Well, when I finally get my hands on a beer. We're also going to give you the very important role of picking our show FFS team this week for our DraftKings Listener League, right? Now, it's a big week because we've got a special competition. £3,000 prize pool that our friends at DraftKings have given to celebrate Thanksgiving. So there is a ton of prizes to be won over in our Listener League. Free to enter. Hit the link in the show notes. Uh, you will be taken to it. Or if you hop on the DraftKings NC show, you can get that. Now, you're going to pick our team. The only caveat is that Phil, the producer, has already picked your quarterback. This okay. might derail you a little bit. Okay. I uh, hope it doesn't affect too much. He might have gone for the same player. Thank Phil you. said he wants Lamar Jackson in the team. Is okay. that okay? Yeah, not, not, not going to argue okay. against that. All right, brilliant. So you've got Lamar Jackson okay. leading you off. Where else are you going? Who else is in the team? So in my team, I mean, I had Baker Mayfield to start with, but we'll go with Lamar because obviously he's a much superior player on the MVP run this Does year. Does that we've so. got to save money elsewhere, though? We might have yeah, to shave. What's yeah, the money differential? He's completely thrown Seb's brilliant team into disarray. I don't want to derail your team. That's not fair because he spent, I mean, much like Propo spends often, locks himself in a room for 24 hours to make his true locks of the week and his edge rush picks. I know you spent hours on this team, right? So I don't want to derail that. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. I will put a separate show team in. And I'll put Lamar as my quarterback. I pick the rest. Any money we, in the unlikely event I win on that, we'll get to shelter as well. So, all right. So, kick things off. Who's your quarterback? Quarterback. I've got for Baker Mayfield um, against the Colts. I don't really mind the matchup. I think it's quite good. Obviously, I'm a Jags fan. So, yeah. I'm starting to feel like we hopefully will pull away in the division. I know the Texans are staying there with us, but the Colts really aren't going that many places at all, particularly in that division. They are going to struggle, I think, for a wildcard spot. So I think the defense is going to follow I'm worried soon. about this because we were quite big on the Colts in edge rush. So now Seb, <laughs> Seb is schooling us on why we were crazy about that pick. All right. And Baker, love him. One of my yep. favorite players, as you know. So love that pick. Okay, what about uh, first running back? So first running back, Saquon Barkley. Ooh, I think had a nice. big comeback week last week uh, against the Pats this week. So I think he's going to keep things going there um, at home as well. So I think that's going to give him the edge. And yeah, Barkley is my first running back. Okay, love that. Love a bit of Saquon. Uh, and I love this pick. Devin Singletary. Yeah, one of the time. players that every year I say is going to be his break. I remember recording this thing at Tottenham, some influencer shenanigans, <laughs> where I got asked all these questions, and they said, who's going to be the MVP? <laughs> and I said, Devin Singletary. It's about two, three years ago. Out, just out of nowhere, I thought, he's going to have a... It's my left field pick, Devin Singletary. Didn't play out, but I've always back, always believed in Devin, Devin Singletary. I, I, yeah, I, Devin Singletary is one of those underrated players who I do like a lot. Perhaps not NFL MVP quality, but I think earned his place in Seb's DFS team. Yeah, I love that. Okay, who's next? So, yeah. um, also, just any team, any player playing the Jags, I think for the last five years, has been my fantasy philosophy. So playing against the Jags this week, yeah, um, yeah things are going to do well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mike Evans doesn't seem to ace mm. the man. He's my first wide receiver. Obviously, we know the 1,000-yard season streak he's had going back to really since high school. I think he did it in college as well. So 
Yeah, he's pretty, really proven that age is no number to Mike Evans, and he's still kicking things going. So, hence the Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans pairing there. Um, Khalil Shakir as well, popped mm. off last week, so I'm thinking that'll keep going. Uh, I know Philly obviously a great defense, and they're going to keep things rolling, but I think Shakir can have two or three, you know, long kind of burner receptions there. Portland Sun, it's my last wide receiver. I mean, so clutch to the end of last week, obviously in the corner there, that post route, to finish the game there and get the Broncos to win. So. Yeah, I'm back in Cortland Sutton this week. Uh, McBride is one of the few bright spots, really, for Arizona this year. So I think he's going to keep things rolling. Ooh, it's good it's value as well. 4-7, I like that. Pretty good I'm value. basically just going to copy Seb's team, you realise, with yeah, Lamar as quarterback. That, <laughs> as we know, I've, my performances at DFS have been disappointing, let's say. Are you the worst DFS player in, in the country? I think I am in contention. If, if you're listening and you have had a worst DFS season than I have, please let me know because yeah. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. I might be right down there with you, bud, to be, to be honest. But, but I've had so much fun doing it. That's well, what's been great here. about it. Yeah. Well, sorry, but Seb, yeah, you were saying. So, yeah, uh, McBride at tight end. Yep. Um, things should keep things rolling. He's had a really impressive year to start, uh, to start out. So, yeah, I think he's going to keep it going against the Rams this week. Uh, in my flex, I've gone for Nico Collins. Yeah, I love it. I think he's still questionable at the time recording. Um, don't think he played last week. I'd want to do well, but not too well, because the Jags are exactly, my Drew Lock of the yeah. Week. So, I yeah. don't mind seeing the Stroud pass and get anyone else. Yeah, right. but, um, yeah, so if Nico Collins does well, then my team will do well. Hopefully not well enough to beat the Jags, but uh, we'll see there. And he's, yeah, he's had a really impressive year so far. And then I've gone for the Saints. This was really just to see what I had left in terms of value. Um, they were the last, last uh, person I picked, so... The Saints D and special teams against Atlanta. The Falcons haven't really, you know, shown anything this year. So I think they're going to stand strong. Uh, See, Seth's big on the, road, on the Saints but... against the Falcons, Benny. You paying attention here? Yeah, no one I wants know, to listen to me I on know. that. No one wants to listen to me on this. Yeah, worrying yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, so the Saints defense and special teams to wrap things up. Love that. All right, that is our show TV of the week. Fine work, Seb, may I say. We're going to enter that in. Any money we win, don't get don't get your hopes up. It's not going to go to you. It's going to go to Shelter. And I think we've probably got our best shot in weeks of making money, Ben, <laughs> yeah. quite frankly, with, with Seb picking it. Listen, thank you so much for everything you do on the show, mate. It's great to see you face-to-face, hang out, watch a bit of ball. Uh, enjoy the rest of that ball. Come chat and talk some ball in a bit, yeah? Uh, go and watch the end of the... Yeah, the comeback's on, it looks like, for the Lions. Here we go. And the over's on as well. Love that. Seb, take care, bud. Look up yourself. That is that. I mean, I think we've done pretty well. We've done... We, I mean, Propo's on his fifth beer, but Benny, we've done... Actually, no, Benny's on about his 17th. You know, it's a great moment <laughs> when we're in Florida. We were in the airport, ready to fly out, and Ben said, are you going to drink on the flight? And I said, no, probably not, mate. I'm probably just going to, you know... Uh, do you know watch a couple of movies take it easy so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I think I might I don't know I think I, I don't know right I can see Ben C as the first wave of drinks come around straight away the, the, gets I mean, the that's champagne. the only way to fly that's <laughs> the only way to, to fly he comes up to me about I would say three hours later and just walks over to my seat and, and goes hi mate I said hi and he goes uh, I think I've had quite a lot to drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You start talking about your love life at night, your, your love life between the ages of 18 and 25, like you did to me in Dublin. Thank God he didn't. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, steady on. It's, it's not that sort of podcast. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, a big shout out to our friends at Passion Cavity one more time for having us, hosting us, looking after us. It is a fantastic venue every Sunday, both here in Waterloo, their site in Fitzroy as well, Cleveland Street, NFL Sundays all night long. I can't think of a better place to watch it, quite frankly. No. Uh, so go get involved with that. We'll put a link to their site in the show notes as well. A link to the FFS listener contest, because as we were saying with Seb, 
price pool of £3,000 this weekend. Thanksgiving, yeah. Ollie's, Ollie's suddenly, that's Is good it? as attention, yeah. So go get involved with that. It's a lot of prizes to give. Yeah, yeah. DraftKings giving us some Thanksgiving love. It is the season of goodwill, and they're certainly feeling that. So go get involved with that. Play with us at Free to Enter. Have some fun with it. If you do get involved with it, of course, outside of the Free to Enter contest, be responsible, uh, as indeed with the Fitstairs stuff. Benny? Yeah, sorry, I was just uh, I was just waving an insect away. Oh, is that what I thought Benny yeah, was like, It wasn't trying to get your attention. It was to keep it out of your beer. Fine work from both of you. I'm looking forward to the rest of these Thanksgiving games. Let's go get some food, gang. Appreciate your support. We'll be back Monday with Iron Mike. We'll see you then. Bye for now. Podcast Network.